Good evening, and uh, I'm glad to be back with you tonight, and uh, here on uh, January the 4th, um, as we've started back up these Hope from the Word devotionals, and um, uh, we started uh, last week from Psalms 18, and I told you this week I wanted to give you some practical advice on how to live 2021 uh, for the Lord. Some simple, basic principles. Sometimes people say that the Christian faith is, is all head knowledge, but it's not all head knowledge. It is, it is knowledge that changes your life. And I want to just give you some simple things, not easy, but simple. Simple truths that you can start to apply to your life that will make you please the Lord more, but also, I believe, will put you on a path to experience more victories. And so in Psalms 15, I want to read to you the first two verses. And it says, O Lord, who may abide in thy tent? Who may dwell on the holy hill? He who walks with integrity and works righteousness and speaks truth in his heart. This word for abide is not a word that we use very often. Um, but I want you to think of it kind of like this belong. Uh, belonging is a word that I think most of us understand. If you've ever seen a teenager trying to fit into their social group, and you can pick it out, right? There will be the athletic kids, the smart kids, the, you know, and there's just different groups. And, and so many times you'll see someone go into school or even someone go into a workplace and they'll change everything about themselves to feel like they can belong in that group. And what the psalmist is really asking God is, who can abide with you? And we know that the Bible teaches us that we cannot earn God's love. We cannot earn God's favor. And so really the only way that we can abide with God is because of what he did on the cross. That he died on, our, on the cross for our sins. He was buried and rose again. And when I repent of my sins and call upon the name of the Lord, he comes to live within me. Forgive me of all my sins. And so this idea is really, what does it look like outwardly from someone who is right with God? And this year, I want to challenge you to make sure that you know the Lord as your personal Savior, but be willing to evaluate the fruit that you are producing as a Christian. Is it good fruit, like the Bible says, or is it bad fruit? Because it says, O Lord, who may abide in thy tent? Who may dwell on thy holy hill? And then he answers it. So if tonight you're watching this, and I think most people that watch this, probably all believers, but many people that watch it later or not, if you're here tonight and you say, I'm a Christian, I know I'm a Christian, then these are what your life will look like as a saved person. But it's not just to honor God. I believe that you will be more successful by obeying the commandments of God. We call it being blessed. And so the first thing you can apply to your life that will please God, and I believe bless you, is what it says there, he who walks with integrity. You see, integrity is something that you see very little of. You see politicians who will tell you whatever you want to hear to get you elected. And the moment they get to Springfield, to Washington, or the city council, they don't care anymore. Um, integrity is something that is doing the right thing 
no matter the cost. And you say, well, Jake, that's not an easy thing. It's not, but it's simple. It is simple. It is recognizing that God will take care of you no matter what. You say, Jake, my boss wants me to cut corners at work and do dishonest things. Don't you worry. You do what's right. You have integrity. God can give you another job. You say, well, Jake, that that, that a person of the opposite sex has been flirting with me at work. And is it really wrong for me to flirt back with them? And it starts out like that. But then your integrity is probably going to be put to the test when that person says, hey, why don't we go grab a drink after work? Hey, why don't we go do this? And so integrity is saying, I'm not even going to go down that road no matter the cost. And so integrity is something that you can apply in every area of your life, and it pleases God, but I really believe that you will be a person of integrity. God will bless it. I heard this story about a new preacher that moved to town, moved into the big city, and was taking the bus across town. Uh, the bus fare was a quarter, and um, the bus driver um, pulled up, and the pastor got on, and he didn't have a quarter. So he gave the bus driver a dollar, and the bus driver gave him back four quarters. The preacher went and sat down and counted his money and said, oh, he gave me an extra quarter back. And as the preacher was sitting there, he thought, well, I'll just keep that extra quarter. See how, how, how blessed I am? And as he got up to walk off the bus, he stopped and said, you gave me an extra quarter. And that bus driver said, aren't you the new preacher in town? He said, yes, I am. He said, I did that on purpose. I wanted to see if you were a person of integrity. That bus driver then gave his life to Christ a few weeks later in that church that that young man pastored and became a fine deacon in that church for many decades to come. You see, you, don't, you might not know what your integrity looks like at work. It might cost you your job, but you never know what person you will have impressed and shown that you're the real deal that might hire you five years later. You see, integrity is something that can't be bought. It's something that is doing the right thing no matter what. And the Lord says, for the children of God, those who dwell with him, integrity is going to be something that you have. Well, that's not saying that you're perfect. That's not saying under the right situations that you might not fail. But the pattern of your life should be one of integrity. Do people take you at your word when you tell them something? Would people leave you alone? at a job site and trust you to get your work done. I know I've worked in the secular world for many years before I became a pastor, and I can tell you when the boss was away, the employees would play. And as a Christian, I was guilty of it as well. Um, but the longer that I worked there and the closer I got with the Lord, the Lord had to deal with me and say, Jake, that's not integrity. Integrity is doing the right thing no matter the cost. And so I want you to evaluate that in your own life because God will bless integrity. The second thing is, and works righteousness. So not just who you are as a, a person of integrity, it's are you willing to live that out? You see, there's a difference between knowing to do the right thing and doing the right thing. At work, it's one thing to know that you shouldn't take 10 extra minutes on break because the bosses are right, not around. And not knowing to do not do that, and then actually getting up when your time is up. I'll never forget back um, before the Lord got a hold of me, I always smoked. And at work, it would be nothing for us to, to have our three official breaks, but 
Um, I worked in a department where I could go outside, and so I would go outside, and, and as I was working, I would smoke. And it really wasn't allowed, but everyone did it. And, um, and it doesn't seem like a big deal, but integrity is knowing I shouldn't do that, and working out righteousness is then not doing it. The Bible says, for him who knows to do good and does not do it, it is sin. And so the number one way you can put your walk with God on the right path this year is be a person of integrity who lives that integrity out. And the second thing it says there in verse 2, and speaks truth in his heart. And this is not saying that your heart is doing the speaking. What it really means here is that it's what is in your heart. You see, integrity comes from the heart, from the Spirit of God in you. And that is because the Spirit of God speaks truth to you. You see, Satan will tell you, no one will ever know. No one will ever know what you cut corners on. The company makes all kinds of money. Don't you worry about getting your own. The truth that's in you, the Spirit of God says, God knows. God knows what you're thinking. God knows what you're feeling. And so the number one way that you can put yourself on the right track in 2021, the number one way that you can evaluate your life, don't evaluate your neighbor. Let them, let God deal with them. All you can control is you. And that's to be a person of integrity who lives out that integrity because you have the truth of God in your heart. You see, you can put lipstick on a pig and it's still a what? It's a pig. You can, uh, you can put syrup on broccoli, but it ain't pancakes. And that's the way it is with integrity. People act like they've got integrity. People can talk a good game. People can, can, can come to church and act one way. But integrity is how they are when no one's around or just you. There used to be an old joke years and years ago about why do you always take two Baptists fishing with you? Well, the reason is because if you take one, they'll drink all of your beer. But friends, that's not how it's supposed to be. I'm not going to be a sipping saint when no one's watching. I'm not going to be a, a lying um, a loser when no one's watching. I'm going to be a person of integrity. And that's the challenge I have for you this year. No matter the cost, let the Spirit of God in your heart, the Spirit of truth, show you what's right and wrong, and then live it out in every situation in your life. And trust that God will produce the results. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep these to 10 minutes. And so I want to thank you for watching. Please know that I'm praying for you. And you're welcome to send prayer requests. And I'd love to pray for you. I encourage you any way that I can. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. God bless you.